The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told this parable to the disciples. The kingdom of heaven will be like this. It is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability, then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were harsh, reaping where you did not sow, gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave! You knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him, and give it to the one with ten talents. For to all those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel parable is about the Kingdom of Heaven, and the Master who goes on a long journey represents Jesus Christ in His ascension, and we are the servants. Now, we can ask a question at this point. What if the first two servants who had been given the talents and went and invested them and did so as prudently as possible, what if they had lost their capital? Things happen like that in the real world. Companies go bankrupt. People try their best to use what they have to make more and employ all kinds of means to do it, but the business fails. Would the master in this parable still commend the two servants who had lost the capital? Would he maybe not condemn the one who had hid away the money or whatever the resource was? Actually, this is a trick question because there's different economies in this world and in the real spiritual reality of God. So yes, in this world, in economies, things can happen badly. But in God's economy, what he is interested in 
is not so much the results. We leave the results to him. What he's interested in is our efforts, whether we are willing to trust that God has given us talents, whatever they might be, and that what he wants us to do really is to use those talents in the way of building up the kingdom of God, whether these talents are natural abilities or particular charisms or maybe financial resources, maybe the knowledge of the mysteries of God that we have. The question is, are we willing to use those prudently and leave the results to God? St. Paul puts it this way, and he gives us the answer in 1 Corinthians. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. The person who plants and the person who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his labor. So, for example, let's say we pray for a particular person our whole life for their conversion, and we don't see many results. Or let's say we use whatever spiritual gifts we have and perform the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, but again, see meager results. Again, we leave that up to God. What we're called to do is be faithful in using the gifts. And when we do, God increases the gifts. It's like a bodybuilder who lifts weights. Simply by lifting the weights, he increases muscle mass. Or, to say it in a negative way, let's say a person has particular talent to play a musical instrument and they learn to play it, but then they don't practice so much, they put down the instrument. After a while, the talent is lost. And this is what this parable is telling us, that God has given us various gifts. He wants us to use them, and as we do, leave the results to Him, but He will increase the ability we have, the talent we have, as we give it away. So the one servant who hid, actually, his talent, we see how he is judged. Now that represents the Pharisees. Because what they did is they took the law and they put such strictures around it, they wouldn't allow anything to happen to that law. In fact, they didn't even want the Gentiles to be part of this. And so they buried it. Well, what does Jesus say in the end of this parable? that worthless slave will be thrown into outer darkness, which is really damnation. On the other hand, the psalmist says, for those who use their gifts, rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. So based on the willingness we have to use our gifts, we will be, in fact, rewarded. This is what the saints teach us again and again. We have the example of St. Augustine today. It was Monica who really used her gifts well. And she didn't see results for many, many years. 17 years she prayed. Finally, her son converted. And then, Augustine had gifts, natural abilities. He was brilliant. But when he was baptized, he was given more gifts, charisms, and now he put those to use. And we see how that developed in his life. He became a priest, a bishop, a great doctor of the church because he used the gifts and left the results to God. And he took on all kinds of adversaries and heresies and he brought to bear the true teaching of God. The results of work well done is more work, more responsibility. And that's what we should look forward to. 
when we use our gifts, God will give us greater opportunities. And we should not pull back and say, no, I've done enough. In the first reading, St. Paul tells the Thessalonians, now concerning love, you do love all the brothers and sisters throughout Macedonia, but we urge you, do so more and more. And that's the challenge for us today. There's so much need out there. God has given us the gifts. So let's take the risk of continuing to use them, trusting in the Lord, and he will give us eternal life and meritorious rewards in heaven. So with that, let us ask the Lord to continue to give us courage and to use our gifts. Leave the results to the Lord, but use the gifts. And not say like some of the Old Testament patriarchs, like Moses, Lord, don't send me, I can't speak, I stutter. Jeremiah, Lord, I'm too young. Isaiah, Lord, I'm a man of unclean lips. Peter, Lord, go away from me, I'm a sinner. Now, all of these eventually did use their gifts, but they had that initial hesitation. You can't use me because of my inabilities. No, we leave the results to God. We use the gifts God has given us. He will bring us to great fruition.